open your ears, I promise this will take a second. Put you on game, my brother, teach you valuable lesson. Respect yourself, we happy, no need to reminisce. No need to worry, you chilling with men with confidence. Speak your mind, say what's up with your life. We can teach you wrong for right and take the darkness out your life. So what's good? What's good? It ain't nothing but a small thing. Have a seat, you can talk to us about anything. Money's cars, sports, or maybe your business. Positive goals in your life, support better living. A pep talk to the ones who in the darkest hour. Remember, sunlight comes after a rain shower. There's nothing wrong with the man who takes notes. Don't take this as a joke. These words are well spoken. Teammates, cause we playing to win. I have a seat at the table with some men with confidence. And welcome to Minute Confidence Sharing, where we, the men of a certain age, share our thoughts, ideas, and opinions in confidence. And today we're joined by myself and two members of the crew. I am the host, Tony, and we are joined with Terrence and Rhino. So we're going to go one by one and say hello to everyone. Hello, Rhino. What's good, everybody? And hello, Terrence. Greetings and salutations, good peoples. Let's get it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So today we're talking about The Closer. We're talking about Dave Chappelle's latest comedy special that's on Netflix that have a lot of people up in arms and up in their feelings (laughs) about how they feel about his comments. So we're just going to talk a little bit about how... Or shall I, I'll reword this. What did you get from the episode, or how does the episode make you feel? And I will throw that out to the fellas, and let's see what they say. Well, <clears throat> I don't know about how the episode made me feel. Um, it made me uh, want to watch Dave Chappelle more closely as he titled this episode of this particular stand-up The Closer and at the end of his episode, he declared that he will not say anything about transgenders um, until, you know, such time as things can be reconciled. Which is understandable, but it's making me want to watch and see what he's going to do next. <laughs> but the man has been considered uh, some calling the goat you know, it is what it is. He did receive the McCain, um Award, and they don't just give that out to anybody. But I'm interested to see what he's going to do next. And I, I know it's probably going to be pretty awesome. But um, as far as <laughs> what everybody's been up and arm over, I fail to see it. I fail to see what he said that is so wrong and so deplorable that he needs to be dragged. I mean, Dave Chappelle, as one person said, is one of the most uncancelable people <laughs> out there. You can't cancel them. Dude walked away from $50 million. That tells you his mindset is up there. You know, he's not going to let the industry run him. <laughs> no, he's not going to let, and put on my tinfoil hat, he's not going to let, um, <laughs> the Illuminati control his <laughs> destiny. <laughs> He's a man that's making his way oh, throughout man. the world, you know. But um, to pull my hat off, um, 
I believe that um, as a comedian, he um, he has a voice and he's voicing his opinion. You know, some things you can agree with, some things you can disagree with. Um, he said a couple of things that I disagreed with doing the closer. I'm like, nah, Dave Chappelle, you're on your own with that one. I, I can even laugh if you want that. <laughs> that's 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 you. You're upstage <laughs> by yourself. You have to answer for that. But some some of the other things that he said was absolutely hilarious to me. But um, maybe I'm partial because I kind of I kind of take stock in Dave Chappelle's life because we're about the same age. Um, I was watching him perform on TV and I wasn't allowed to watch him on Deaf Comedy Jam because my mom was like, no, <laughs> dude's my age. You worry about me hearing a couple people curse? I go to public school. <laughs> I, I, I go to public school. You'd be shocked by the things that I hear in public school. <laughs> You'd probably be shocked by some of the things I've said. But anyway, <laughs> um, but um. I just, I just, I just fail to see the outrage. Um, and it, it was, he said, um, every time he was attacked, they were using a set of talking points. And turns out those talking points were meaningless. They were just by, written by somebody who was upset. So um, I think I'll go ahead and leave it off right now, but I, I just, I just fail to see what it was that he said that was so irreparably wrong. So for me, what I took away from it, number one, Twitter's not a real place. And, and it's like, I don't know why hearing that phrase out loud resonated so much for me. Cause it's like, clearly we all have to understand that Twitter's not a real place. Did we lose sight of that? Did we really think we could go to Twitter and hang out in Twitter and chill and like, you know, intertube around the Twitterverse and just, you know, take in the sights and the sounds and the smells of Twitter and embrace Twitter for all of its wonderful, yummy goodness and drink of its ambrosia? No, come on, stop it. Absolutely not. But again when he said it it was like wow that was so special number two it made me feel like i've heard a wise man say people are stupid and do stupid things yep that pretty much sums up this whole comedy special but i digress I wasn't bothered by what he said. I didn't see where what he said was wrong. And I understand that as a comedian, in order to be an effective comedian, you're going to have to color outside the lines. You're gonna to have to say those things that people think, but either aren't willing to say or don't know how to express in a way to get it off their chest, but not be offensive and like hurtful because there's a difference you can be offensive and like sarcastic and that doesn't necessarily hurt 
Whereas you can be offensive and absolutely be meaning to jab at somebody and poke at them and tear them down to worse. And he was not being that. He was being comical. He was being satirical. He was being insightful, actually, and eye-opening and thought-provoking. And I was also disheartened by the idea that it seems like people don't like to be presented with new ideas or challenged with things to make them think and you know that eye-opening aspect of what he did was just like completely missed so there was a lot of people that just right over their heads just completely missed it and that is unfortunate Thank you, fellas. Thank you, fellas. Okay, so I figured I'd chime in. Okay, so a lot was said in the special. A lot was communicated. Dave Chappelle started off being, I don't want to say being offensive, but he started off challenging the norm. Like he started off with the whole space Jews joke. So he's already making fun of all the rich Jewish people out there in the entertainment industry. <laughs> Knowing that they pretty much control most of the industry, like what he's doing. <laughs> I I thought it was brave. Even, even if the joke itself didn't land the way that he wanted to, I thought it was genius. Like I thought it was amazing that you took that shot, right? That's like shooting. Right. That's like shooting from half court with not, you know, blindfolded. Like you took that shot. <laughs> and I I think the, the, the number one thing that I took away from the special was, first of all, Dave Chappelle is very good with words. He's a very good storyteller. He's very good at keeping a narrative going throughout his whole special. Like he will always uh, make callbacks to jokes that he did earlier, like in this special, in specials before this one, he's making callbacks to jokes that he did three specials ago. And if you sit down, like I think the special was like a little over an hour, not quite an hour and a half. But if you, as a human being, sat down without moving, without being on your phone, without you know looking at this, that, and the other thing, if you sat down and watch this special from beginning to end, no matter who you are, I don't see how you could have been offended by what he said in the manner in which he said it because he was very eloquent and tactful and descriptive and very careful with the way that he said everything. Like he did challenge the LGBTQ community, especially the trans group, he did challenge them a lot. Basically say, he basically put a mirror up against like, okay, hey y'all, this is what we see y'all do. And gave examples of how no one else is getting away with what you're doing. No other minority community is getting away with it. And he even said the words like, 
I don't hate you. I'm jealous of you, right? <laughs> I wish I could do what you do as well as you do. Like, and I think when it all when it when it all falls down, okay, when it all falls down, <laughs> when the rubber meets the road, that you guys are you I feel like I'm not even using the right pronoun or right 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 word, but the individuals that are in the transgender community sometimes you aggressively push people in the corners, push you know, push people into submission, you know, and reflect it, it feels it feels violent in a way, right? Like the way that they handle people that's against them. It feels like it's always war instead of peace. It feels like it's not trying to, hmm, let me see it from your side. Maybe I don't necessarily agree with you, but let me at least listen to what you're saying. No, none of that. There ain't no, there ain't no listen. There ain't, there ain't, there ain't, there ain't no rational thought around this plea, around this place. Ain't no agreement. <laughs> ain't no agreement going on. Ain't no meeting each other halfway my way or the highway anyway <laughs> no copyright strikes please um but no compromise <laughs> what you're saying they have no compromise at all thank you they have no compromise no give no and and, and here's, here's the thing that gets me about it is a lot of the people that made comments you could tell by what they say you didn't even watch it, did you? Like, I'm upset that he he was making such such comment. What comment did he make? Well, he talked about this, that, and other. What did he say? And it's like they have no quotes, right? They have no verbiage. They have no example of what offended them. All we know is that it was offensive, and it should be taken down. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't even know how to deal with this. Like, but I, well, I oh, go ahead. They're they're victims of their own media. It's just like um, the media shows the president doing something stupid. Like when they showed Trump um, dumping all the koi um, food into the into the pond, you know, and then they went they took that little snippet and they brought that phone to the American public and was like, look at this idiot. He's not even doing it right. But if you go back and you look at the whole video, you'll see that <laughs> he was with he was with um, this, uh, I, I think it was the Japanese um, president. He did it first. He dumped the whole thing in. And then Trump went ahead and dumped the whole thing in. And it's like, if, if you didn't go back and see the whole thing, you would have thought Trump was over in another foreign country making Americans look like idiots. <laughs> and it's the same thing with the LGBTQ LMLP community. Not being disrespectful, just, you know, just a little joke, deal with it. But um, um, they they got the same thing. It's like Dave Chappelle said, they get these points, they get these talking points going, and that's what they were coming at him with. And some people, that's all they saw was those talking points to the point that they don't want to hear anything he has to say. They just want to accuse and fight and and, and be all 
upset. And 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 this really transcends the the LGBTQ community. This is really a human problem. People they just they just want to be upset. They just want to argue. They just want to fight. <laughs> they just they just contentious within themselves. And so any little thing that comes along, they're ready to flip tables and 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 throw glass bases at the walls. You know, it's, it's just it's just it's a human condition. Okay, so let me jump in and say that first of all, I really like and I respect what Dave Chappelle did in this show. And I feel like the show was not for the LGBTQ community. Like, it wasn't for them or against them. But what I think that he did was he opened up the conversation for everyone else. He basically laid out... To, do you know what this show is to me? This show was a booby trap for the LGBT community. He basically... Okay. He basically laid out a booby trap for them and basically like, I'm going to have a show where I lay out issues that I have with the LGBT community as sincerely, as honestly, as non-aggressively, right? And as wholeheartedly and, and sincere as I possibly can. If you get offended by this, that's going to be because I came you, you you understand like I came humble wholehearted sincere so if someone gets offended at that the issue is not me the issue is you being offended by someone being you know by what they're saying and not you know you're, you're just being offended because someone's mentioning you and not necessarily what they're saying like you don't even care about the context or what's being said and so now everyone that's not LGBTQ is looking like you know what all this time I was thinking that they were fighting for equality right all this time I was thinking that they're fighting to be heard they're not even listening to the conversation they're not trying to be heard they're trying they're trying to steamroll right like they're not they're not trying to play fair <laughs> right not at all okay so I, i'm jumping here real quick before i lose these points rhino started talking and i was just like wait a minute are we really saying something in fence in defense of uh the former president and then you made your uh, alphabet joke. And I was like, oh my gosh. But it's so perfect because this is what this whole conversation is about. Someone making a joke and the context in which it was said. And those comments that I'm referring to, if you just take that snippet and this snippet, and that's all you got, it sounds like Ronald was just being the biggest jerk about, you know, and the context removed completely changes the narrative so people those of you who are offended like tony was saying probably didn't watch the whole show definitely weren't listening 
or you're just one of those people who want to be offended because you want to be offended. It's like you woke up and chose violence today and Dave Chappelle was the first thing you saw. So that's my target. That's what I'm going to be upset about. No, I'm not listening. I saw, okay, I turned the stand up on. He said this, click. All he did was say was, how y'all doing? And you, uh, I heard enough. Don't ask me how I'm doing. How dare you? I'm offended. Get out of here with that, man. It's just, it is a human condition. It's a human condition where people are just so, I think, on edge and looking to fit in. They feel like, well, I'm staring at these two movements. Whichever movement appears to be the bigger one, that's the bandwagon I'm going to jump on. Right now, the bigger bandwagon seems to be people who are offended and outraged and upset over what he said. But honestly, and maybe I missed it, I don't recall seeing very many representatives of that community that supposedly offended actually coming out and saying as such. Where are those people? Where is someone who's actually in the community and like active and, you know, they wear their affiliation proudly? I'm trying to choose my words carefully because I don't want to offend anybody or any pronoun or whatever. I'm, anybody who fits into the community and is affiliated as such that was offended, where are they? I've seen, honestly, the opposite people who were like well no i watched it from start to finish and i agree because from my perspective i don't see anybody in our community offering up a job to a fellow member of the community to open up a show and suck and be okay with it I don't see any members of our community coming to this the person's defense while they were defending Dave Chappelle and understanding that what he was saying were jokes. In fact, it was our own community who turned on his friend and pushed them to this point of no return. So, I, I, I feel like it was more of a mob kind of thing where it's like I said, they just saw this group was really angry. You know what? I don't know what they're angry about, but I think I should be offended too. So let me go grab my torch and my pitchfork and be like, ah, Dave Chappelle sucks and he needs to be canceled. Ah. And there's the question right there. What what are they angry about? What what are people so up in arms about? Like it's like you said earlier where is the points show me the evidence of offense so that I can look at them and, and objectively say oh yeah that sounds like yeah yeah that did sound pretty bad <laughs> he shouldn't have said that I, I guess I can go ahead and look up look for myself but um, everybody knows and this is universal that if someone is being accused of something you bring the evidence you bring the witness 
you bring the witnesses to show this is what this said, this is what was done. And yeah, I can vouch for that. But where where is it? There's something that people hate, and that's all people. We don't like when people shine the light on us. <laughs> because the light is gonna bring out our imperfections. It's gonna it's gonna show everybody all the little subtle shadows that try to keep with us and everyone's going to be able to see clearly and we don't really want that some people do because hey well you know i see this imperfection too i can fix this but why don't people want to see what's wrong they just want to fight and complain and and, and stick to the shadows and i would think that i would want to know what's wrong so i can fix my imperfections but that's just me but where is the fence what's, what's what's really going on what's the bigger issue here and I'm gonna leave it at that so I, I agree with you what's the bigger offense what's really going on I also want to know are these people who were offended by this most recent stand-up also offended when he did the uh what was this Clarence Bigham's character? Cause that could have been taken as offensive. No one seemed to have a problem with that. Uh, you know, it, it's really selective right uh I would say selective racism, not selective racism, selective outrage in this instance. And, you know, selective being upset, uh, selective rage over this in particular incident. And again, I just feel like, yeah, you're sticking to a talking point. You're, I don't know, I'm beating a dead horse. So I'm just going to cut myself off before I just wind further down this same frustrating rabbit hole let me jump in and I'll, I'll try to close out i think that the lgbt lgb lgbt what no lgbt community oh, oh my goodness i really did not mean to say that lgbtq community has to learn something that i learned in grade school is that no one's immune from being picked up <laughs> like it, if you are alive someone can make a joke about you like there is no <laughs> there is no immunity to being picked on so thicken your skin whatever that skin may identify as and learn to be human with the rest of us and allow some criticism. That's all I'm saying. Like you can be whatever you were born as, whatever you choose to be, whatever you decide you identify as. I'm just saying that in order to exist on this planet as a biped human being, and I apologize for anyone that does not have two legs, but as long as you exist on this planet as a human, you have to learn how to accept criticism, warranted or unwarranted, good or bad or indifferent. But with that note, 
I guess I'll ask, is there anything else that anybody else wants to add? I don't have anything. Nah, man, I'm just worn out from people being upset for seemingly nothing or it does seem like, tiring. Like or, or like Ryan was said, people who are frustrated and outraged because something that was said shined a light on them and now they're feeling some kind of way about that insecurity and instead of dealing with it, they're going to point a finger back at somebody else and say, nope, this ain't me, this is your fault. I wish we can get this organized for universal health care. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> but on that note, <laughs> I'm going to pass it on to Terrence for the closing. As always, we appreciate each and every one of you, regardless of what community pronoun or group you may affiliate with. Thank you all for listening. Like, share, and subscribe. God bless you. Good night. Deuce. Peace. Yeah.